now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Seventh Rounders After Dark. I kind of like how that sounded. Um, This could be the latest we've ever recorded. Honestly, it's 9.55 here on the East Coast. For all of you on the West Coast, um, it's earlier. It's 6.55, like that math. Um, But it's late. We usually don't. We're usually like, you know, seven, eight o'clock guys. You know, John is a working man. Connor's a working man. I'm a I'm a studying man. But, you know, we like our our sleep. Um, Hoping the audio is better today. John, how am I doing so far? You sound absolutely pristine. Good. Fantastic. How do I sound? You sound you sound scrumptious. Um, Connor, how, how, how does Connor sound? Meow, he sounds good. Connor, Connor, if you guys will realize, is uh, he's going to be absent from this one, folks. Connor is on vacation with his wife, uh, girlfriend, I should say. Um, Mrs. Powers, hopefully I didn't break that to you. Hopefully you already knew Connor had a girlfriend. But if you didn't, I'm sorry for breaking it, Connor. But yes, Connor is with the girlfriend for the week. Um, so enjoy. Um I'm just, I can't answer this right now. I'm getting a FaceTime. Um, Who's it from? Dave. <laughs> wow. What does he want? Uh, I think Maybe you could bring him on. Maybe you could bring him on for guest appearance. While Hold you get on. that sorted out, I just want to go on about Connor. We now Connor welcome on Dave Cardillo on Con- to the Seventh Rounders podcast. This is live? Yeah, this is live. We just started. <laughs> Boys, let me get some help on this next picture. Dave needs help with the next pick, John. This is what you call a live caller, a live okay. call. Let's hear. What are your options? All right. I'm going to go another running back here. He wants Here's to go running back. Okay. This is unprecedented. Singletary, Montgomery, Swift, Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram. Those are the top six guys right there. So you said Singletary, Fournette, Swift, Mark Ingram. Montgomery. Montgomery. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Chad, I know you're a big Montgomery guy. I am a big Montgomery guy. Uh, a little banged up right now. I also, I don't hate the Fournette play right there. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of carries. What John? Is, what is, give me some John input here. Yeah, John, what are you thinking? I really, really, for some reason, like Kareem Hunt out of that group. He really likes Kareem Hunt out of that group. Really? I do. Even with Chubb there. Even yeah, with- even with Chubb there. What is this for? Is this for your second running back flex? What is this for? This is for a second running back, correct? This is my third running back. Third. Oh, tomorrow. oh that makes me love Kareem Hunt if it's your third running back. If he no, was your second no. running back, I would have a hesitation. No, no, no. Huh? Um, I, I do like Fournette. I don't know. I just think he's going to get a ton of carries. I don't think he has a lot stopping him from a lot of carries. But Kareem Hunt, if Nick Chubb goes down, Kareem Hunt could be elite. Ronald Jones is still on Tampa, and so is LaShawn McCoy. For now, he could get he could get cut. This is a Singletary, Montgomery, Swift, and Fournette, and Hunt. What's going to be one of those guys? Mostert just got picked up. So did Ingram. I would go Montgomery. Is still my lead guy. So we have a Montgomery pick, and we have a Kareem Hunt pick. Singletary's off the board. Okay, that Looks makes like Montgomery's going to be there for me. 
And Dave Cardillo is going to be selecting David Montgomery as his flex play. I, I sneaky want Snift or uh, Swift, but uh, I it's Kareem Hunt's gonna be the best. All right, right. looks like we're gonna go Montgomery. All right, thanks for joining us. All right, have fun, folks. That was an impromptu visit by our dear friend Dave Cardillo, who's going to regret not taking Kareem Hunt with that pick. You can mark the words there. I didn't get Kareem Hunt. I had my first draft last night, 12-team league. I actually love my team. Uh, I had the seventh pick. I kept saying, you know, and Matt was saying this before and inspired me to say it a lot, but I needed the board to fall right, and it couldn't have fallen better. The board, it fell in such a in such a manner that allowed me to just draft everything I could have possibly needed, Chad. That's the, I mean, that's what it's about, the board falling right. Um, the board falling right. Do you want to hear the team? Yeah, let's hear. 12-team league. Quarterback Deshaun Watson. We love it. We are Deshaun Watson podcast. Two running backs: Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon. You're a big Derrick Henry guy. I like him. Yeah, he plays hard. Uh, Receivers: DJ Moore and AJ Brown, Devontae Parker, flex, and Darren Waller, a tight end. We like that team. Bills defense: Chris Boswell. On my bench, uh, running back, I got Matt Breda. Antonio Gibson, I love him in Washington. Adrian Peterson's only in the last few weeks. Gibson's going to be solid by mid-year. He's a mid-year play. I didn't draft him to play early. If he's playing early, we got a problem. Damien Harris, another guy. I think he's going to emerge in, in New England. I like Damien Harris a lot. John Brown. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is going to be good. Henry Ruggs. We like Henry Ruggs. Yeah, Henry Ruggs on my bench. Goff and Irv Smith to back up those two positions. So... Did anyone take Preston Williams? Yes. Preston Preston got taken. I was looking at him. But I didn't want to have too many Dolphins. I already had Devontae Parker, Matt Breda. It's a good way to look at it, you know. Um, it is fantasy football season. To me, it's just it hasn't had the same kick this year. Do you get that feeling? I just, I just think that's sports in general right now. I, I think that's, I mean, baseball. And I love fantasy baseball. I love our fantasy baseball league. I just haven't found it. I haven't found it yet. Maybe my team, it, it, they haven't stood out. I'm starting to see the writing on the wall. There's just not a lot of time left. I'm sitting there in fifth, sixth. I'm not seeing a win this year. You know, a league that's 30% of the season, it's really hard. Um, I know a lot of you probably don't play fantasy baseball, but you kind of get to a point where if you're not in it at this point, you just kind of pack it in and maybe yeah. try and upgrade a keeper. We are in a keeper league, but at this point, it's, it's kind of hard. It's a two-team race right now, so it's rough. Um I pretty much called it a wash, take my keepers, go up, move on to next season. Uh, anyway, moving on to minute seven here of John and Chad's Power Hour. Once again, Connor Power is above the show, above the program, and above the seventh rounders. He's not with us tonight. He's not part um, of the seventh rounders after dark. Out eloping. No, he's not with the seventh rounders after dark. That's the me and Chad show. That yeah. is the Chad and John Power Hour, seventh rounders after dark. Chad, I mean, the NBA playoffs have been something extraordinary so far. Now, we were busy getting a, a dub on Warzone, but while we were doing that, something crazy happened in that Celtics-Raptors game. Toronto With the won. Celtics hitting a shot with, I believe, about a second, second and a half left, and then Toronto, uh, OG, how do you say his name? OG Ananobi. Ananobi. OG Adobe. Uh Buzzer beater winner, Raptors win, make the series interesting again. Overall, do think, though, do you think Toronto has a shot or no? Oh my god! 
somebody on the Islanders lit up a Philadelphia Flyer if the Islanders lose this game, I'll jump off this second floor. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, kidding, kidding. What were you saying? Um, I said, does Toronto have a chance in the series? I mean, I think Boston's arguably playing the best basketball of anyone right now. I have them as almost a shoe-in in the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you think Toronto has a shot? It's like the Islanders don't want to score. It's unbelievable. I They 48 shots to Philly's 18. I would say that the, the Celtics just seem to be – they're in seven-game series, they're too overwhelming for Toronto right now. I think they're much more complete. Uh, Tatum's an animal. Jalen Brown's an animal. Kemba Walker's an animal. This big white dude, Thies. Thies. I don't, I don't know a thing about him. Don't know anything about him. Solid looks, role he play. Like a, he looks like a sturdy interior man to have in the playoffs. Like you've said, you're not going to win with a, a big man. You need you need your alpha to be a guard. Yep. So I think they're they're well built for this. They're a problem. They're an I absolute agree. problem. They're um, young. Not much else on the basketball front. I mean, we just started. This is game one of Miami games. Heat are a problem too. I think Miami I, Heat I, I'm pulling for a Heat. I don't, I don't really care, but a Heat Celtics conference championship series. I think would be very exciting. If the Bucks lose, Giannis could be gone. Yep. And did you vote on my poll last night? We can fill the folks in on it. Um, my poll from last night was a hypothetical um, 2021 in the Western Conference. Um, what team would you take to win it all? Okay. Team one, the Los Angeles Clippers with a big three of Kawhi, Paul George, Andre Drummond, who is a free agent this offseason. Team number two of LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal is someone that has been linked to the Lakers in trade talks. And finally, Team 3, Golden State Warriors of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, I voted for LeBron, AD, and Beal team. Okay. Um, AD is the best big in the league, and LeBron's the best player in the league. So, he still is. He still is. Simple. That was and simple. Beal is, I mean, they, they need a shooter, and that's what Beal is. So, I like mm-hmm. that team a lot. They'd be dangerous. All three of those. That was a good question you posed. It was well done. Thank you. Um, so the NHL, my jinx hasn't come alive yet. I believe last time we recorded, both my teams were knocked out. So I made my new Stanley Cup pick, the um, Golden Knights and the Islanders, both of whom are still. The winning. Islanders are now, they're about to go shorthanded here for the next two minutes. So this is just fucking frightening. I know I'm about to lose this parlay. I know it. I know it. It's about to happen, dude. It sucks. What What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched a ton of the NHL. Um, what have your thoughts been on the playoffs? Any updates on teams you think will make it, not make it? Where are you at? I mean, it, it, it has been extraordinarily exciting. Um, you look out west and you look at that Avalanche-Dallas series, that's anyone's. Now moving to game seven, the Avs came back down 3-1 with a goalie that no one thought they had a chance with. This guy has been discarded. He was so bad with the Maple Leafs. He got waived earlier in the season. Um, total afterthought, but he's played extremely well the last two games to get him back in it. Um, Vegas. Now, last I saw, I think they're still down 1-0 tonight to 
Vancouver, that one's been surprising. Vancouver's hanging around. Uh, but Vegas is really, in terms of metrics, underlying stats, they've kind of dominated the series. I don't expect them to lose that. The Islanders, shorthanded breakaway, and they did not score. Heartbreaking. Gut-wrenching. Deflating. So, I... And then the other matchup is... Tampa Bay already beat Boston. Tampa did already beat Boston. Yeah, so we're about to be at the conference finals. I mean, Islanders up 3-2 tonight. We'll see if they get it done. What about you? What do you think? I still... So it's going to be hypothetically an Islander um, Tampa Bay conference finals and then a... I hope so. Knock on some wood. Yeah, hopefully a Vegas versus... Colorado. I don't know in that game seven. I'm gonna say Colorado. Colorado's got all the momentum. They definitely. They don't have the goalie. I I don't know if that guy. If you can trust Michael Hutchison in game seven, I just don't know. That's something that I'm gonna take a lot of time tomorrow debating and debating and debating, only to probably end up getting it wrong. I can't I, wait. It's I gonna be a thrilling either. Friday. I will be watching that game. Um, I think regardless of who wins. Um, I expect Vegas to represent that conference in the Stanley Cup. I don't know about you. I mean, I, I they are a wagon, and I would expect that. But Vancouver is a very scrappy bunch. They're going to be a team to keep keep an eye out on moving forward. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that puck was in the air for what looked like 45 and a half minutes, and it came down harmlessly, forced out of the zone. The Islanders fight off the penalty. Live to see another day with 7.50 left in the first overtime. You'll love the commentating by Clemens here. Um, just to give the folks uh, kind of a play-by-play of what he goes through when watching these games. Do you think that I could do this for a career? I think you could. You have the the enigma, the charisma. You have the charisma to... The enigma. <laughs> you have the... <laughs> You have the charisma. Chad's hammered. You have the charisma to keep the folks entertained. I think you would be great in between periods, um, and I think you you wouldn't be necessarily the play by play guy, but you're the one. It's like oh, John, oh, just phenomenal forechecking there by Nylander. Like that's the Probably kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I I think you would fill that role admirably. Um, I think in the end you could be. Uh, receive a few votes for the commentary hall of fame not necessarily sure you'd get in but i think you'd receive a few votes that dude i i'm really thinking that it's gonna have to be something something to look at i don't know the flyers goalie on that breakaway saved the shot with his with his head shot it right off his uh, skull um chad golf let's move to the the tees and the balls and the sticks okay did you see that ending this past weekend? John Rom and D- Dustin Johnson. That was uh, that was unbelievable. I saw the Rom putt live. I did not see the DJ putt live. I'm assuming like most people, you saw that on Twitter. Someone texted yeah. to you and you're turning it on immediately. Um, just two good golfers. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. John Rom's due for a major. He's just way too talented. The, the issue with him is the... Up here, yeah. the noggin. You know, he has, midget. He's a bitch. I hate him. He has some anger issues, kind of like me on the golf course. But mm. once he figures that out, he is going to be 
really, really good for a long time because he's only like 25, 26 years old. Yeah. Um, and then DJ is the best player in the world right now. Simple as that. I know he didn't win this past weekend, but my God, he's frightening. Um, it's honestly shocking to me he hasn't won more majors. Um, just what? What do you think is better um, as a golf fan? Having a guy like Tiger Woods be dominant for whatever the 15 years or so that he was, or where it is now, where it's just so wide open with so much top, high-level talent right now. It's like every week there's five to ten guys I feel like you could win. Personally, and people may not agree, but I think the dominance of, for example, Tiger, I just think it brings... It's almost like this unifying aspect of watching golf. People come together. It's like with you're with them or you're not. Yeah, yeah. People come together yeah. and it's like Tiger's playing this weekend. Um, obviously not on the same level, but you kind of have gotten that at times with Brooks recently. I mean, this past um, major, he was in it going into the final day and everyone was kind of, uh, not necessarily everyone was pulling from like they pull for Tiger, but you kind of still got that same. They're, you're like, expecting him to. On 18, that walk-up be meaningful. And it wasn't, unfortunately, Yeah, yeah. for my uh, wallet. So I just think because just two of those two examples alone, I just think it's that dominant guy. Um, what was it, probably three years ago now with Spieth when he won two or three majors in you know the span of a calendar year. Mm-hmm. Got that feeling as well. I, People I think forget about Spieth. Is what he used to be really, really good. What happened to him? Um, I mean, the yips putting, uh, we've all been there. And then he's just, I think he golf has gotten to a, golf has gotten to a place now with the technology and with, you know, the, the development of clubs and swing speed. It's just, it's not all about accuracy. I mean, if you hit it 325 yards, like you're going to be at an advantage on nearly every hole. And I think that's where guys like Spieth has fallen behind and a guy like Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas have really excelled is because they hit it so far and they're, they put themselves in such good places off the tee. Um, I think that's hurt Spieth. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm not saying Spieth is completely done, but it has not been a good two, two and a half years for him. He's also whiny, so I'm not a, the biggest. Okay. Speed fan, not the biggest. You're kind of whiny. Fan. I know, I know, I know. That's why I don't like. Them. I don't like people like me. Okay, okay, okay. Uh-huh. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Would you say? Do you think? All right. Let me refer, let me st- take a step back. Is there another major other than the Masters left? Right, PGA. Yeah. So the Open was canceled, but they still have the. No, no, no. no. They had the PGA they already. The PGA. So they the, I believe they have the U.S. Open, the Masters. Wait a minute. I thought we've already had two, have we not? No, we've only had one. Are you serious? Yeah. You're right. That that was just the... Okay. Which I was kind of confused by because after this past weekend, they're like, and Tiger's 2020 season is over, which I get from the like the tour championship perspective, but he still has two other majors to play, I believe. Unless I'm like way off and... Like the U.S. Open was canceled completely, which I don't think it was. And this is something. September seventeenth. It was canceled. 
Was it? Wait. Says September seventeenth. Oh, okay. At winged foot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we still have two more majors. Huh. I, I mean, it's at the point in golf where I feel like it's at one of those wide open stages where I have absolutely no idea who's going to win. I mean, yeah, the, he- the, the heavy favorite's going to be Dustin Johnson. And I think uh, Kepka, McElroy, and Rahm are going to be the top four. But... The, question, the question I was going to ask is, with the most polarizing figure in golf, Bryson DeChambeau, do you think he's a chance at any majors within the next two years? Within the next two years, I would put him He is at... the yips. He is the yips when the calendar flips to Sunday. I'll even Saturday sometimes. Okay, so next two years, that means six majors. The next six majors, I'd put him at plus, plus uh, 375 to win a major. So you, you don't think it's going to happen? Uh, I feel like that's pretty good odds. I don't know. I feel like he's in the top probably seven. Plus 375. So he's going to go for six. You don't have a ton of faith in him. I'm I'm just not a big DeChambeau guy. I mean, I would would probably say he's not going to. I don't think he has the late round charisma yet. I don't know if he's... The mental... I don't know. Sometimes, Sometimes that's never developed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, would you like to move on to one final topic to close out John and Chad's Chad and John's Power Hour? After Dark. After Dark. So, two. We'll quickly hit on the Kentucky Derby, which we don't know if this yes. F will be out. So, we'll make it very quick because you may already know the result. The result's going to be Tis Law is going to win. Um, there's only 18 horses in the Kentucky Derby this year. The actual three betting favorites are all starting in the 16, 17, 18 posts, which is all the way to the outside, which is really good for all of them. Um, and the reason that is, for those of you who don't watch horse racing, if you start on the inside, there's a chance you're stuck behind a horse and against the, the rail. So it's hard to get out there and actually make a run if you're faster than these other horses. So it's good for the three betting favorites, which are Tis the Law, Honor AP, and Author uh, Authorize uh, something. Authentic. Authentic. Um, but Tis the Law is three to five. Are you going to put down a hundred dollar bet to win sixty on Tis the Law, John? I am not. Okay. Maybe I don't know. It, for me, it's got. I got to see how the line looks on on Saturday, the, the day of the race. I'm not going to be committing to anything like that now. Um, I know that there is a field chock full of of long shots. Um, yeah, and I wanted to give a couple out that I had my my eye on here. If I can find the field, if I can find the list of the horse names. Chad, Chad, I might also launch a solo singing career, musical career. I think you could do that. Maybe like a um, start on YouTube, like Justin Bieber. Mm, maybe. Would you be more of like a country guy? I could mm, see it. Probably not. Probably not. Definitely I could not. See actually, Nashville. They're more of like a Lady Gaga type, like 
I'm on the shallow now. Good movie if you haven't seen it. We could do, you know what we could do? We could launch an acapella band called Seventh Rounders After Dark featuring John and Chad. Just a little acapella. Maybe a little mariachi. I don't care what you say. I'm in love with you. You shot upon me away, but I don't know the thing. All right, that's all you get. It's a little tease for the folks at home. And John's really struggling to find the um, the odds. I don't know what you're looking for right now. <laughs> Fucking struggling. That's what I'm doing. All right. So while John looks for that, um, I think tis the the it, the, the, the Flyers about to go on a two minute penalty to to end the final two minutes of this period. This is the type of stuff that makes me want to puke. All right, focus, John. Find what you're looking for. While John looks, I was going to say, the Breeders' Cup Classic this year is the horse race of possibly the century. You have four horses, okay, that are elite, elite in that field. Well, hypothetically. Um, So it's going to be a two-horse Assuming Tiz wins the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, which hopefully they didn't jinx him and knock on wood, Tiz the Law versus Maximum Security. For those of you who don't know, Maximum Security won the Derby last year, but got DQ'd for running into another horse. Mm-hmm. So, and then there's controversial a, to this day. Yes, and valued listener Drew Thiel had bet on Maximum Security. That one was an ugly scene. The Islanders. A breakaway, and they get penalized, and it's going to be on four on four to end the first overtime. Chad, back to you. So, for those of you who don't know, the Triple Crown races, so the Preakness, Belmont, Kentucky Derby, are all for three-year-old horses. But the Breeders' Cup Classic, like the big race, is for I believe I don't think there's an age restriction, and horses get better as they age. So essentially the peak years for a horse is like age three to seven. Um, so there's a couple six year old horses that are really good. And then, um, maximum security who is four years old. And then there's Tis law at three. So, I mean, it's going to be an absolute dandy. I mean, you put this up there with mm-hmm. like hype up there with like miracle on ice. You put it up there with, you know, super bowl 48. Um, I mean, it's going to be a doozy and a it's half. It's going to be dandy. For sure. Have you found what you're looking for yet? I'm really yeah. trying to hold on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I like, and these are just horses to keep an eye on for your your exotics, your exactos, your trifectas, your boxes, whatever you want to do. Again, this is going to come out probably after the derby, so just we'll see how wrong I am or how right maybe I am. I don't know. Um, New York traffic is a horse to look at in the 15-hole, 20-to-1 horse. I don't know why, and I'm not going to put much reasoning behind it because it doesn't really matter because you're not going to hear this. New York traffic in the 15, authentic, 8-1 to one in the 18 hole, and the third one that I'll give you is money moves, 30-1 to one in the 7 hole. That's all I got. We'll see how they do. All right, let's move on. Our final segment before last call. I'm just, I have up right now the over-unders of win totals for the NFL this year, Okay. We're going to go rapid fire. All 32 teams. You can say more if you'd like, or just give me over, under, or on the spot. So we're going to go in 
Well, so I'm I'm just doing. You're telling me all 32, and I'm just doing this. Are you writing them down? Um, yeah, I'm writing them down, but I'm also going to say them as well. It's the first time I looked at them. Okay. All right. We'll start with Jacksonville Jaguars four and a half. Under. Under. Redskins five. Over. Over. Bengals over under five and a half. Under. Under as well. Their offensive line is so bad. Not going to happen. Panthers over under five and a half. Under. I'm going under. Bridgewater ain't the answer. Dolphins over under six. Over. Easiest over there is. I'm going to take that after the show. Giants over under six and a half. You know what? I don't need to take it because I bet with Addy. Never mind. Say it again. Giants over under six and a half. Over. I will go under. Lions over under six and a half. Over. Over as well. Jets over under seven. Under. On the money. Raiders over under seven and a half. Over. Under. Cardinals over under seven and a half. That's our team. Over. Over. That was, was that our most frequently betted team of 2019? I think so. I love the Cardinals and I love yes. the Cardinals again. They make me happy. Texans over under seven and a half. I'll go over. I'll go over. I think they're an eight and eight team. Every year at Bill Brown. Falcons over under seven and a half. I'm going to go under. Under. Connor will not be happy with that. Chargers. I don't even know who that is. Chargers over under seven and a half. Under. I'll go under. Bronco, Broncos over under eight. They're my favorite team in the league this year. I have uh, a bet on them over seven and a half. I got a mat, so I would like them to be over. Favorite team yeah. in the league this year. I will go right on eight. I agree with that line. Bears over under eight. I'll go under. Under. Rams over under eight. I'll go over. Browns over under eight. Uh, right on the money. Uh, I'll go over. Titans over under eight and a half. I'll go under. Over. What'd you say? Under. Over. Vikings over under nine. Over. I will go over there. Colts over under nine. I'll go under. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Under. Seahawks over under nine. The over. easiest over I've ever taken in my whole yeah, life. Yeah, I'm about to slam that one in the Rams, I think. Both of them. Josh Gordon, DK Metcalf. Whew. Yeah. Packers over under nine. And okay. Tyler Lockett, even in their best receiver. Oh, yeah. Lockett. What's Pack- the Packers? Nine. Under. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. I'll go right on the money. I like the Vikings a lot this year. Bills over under nine. Yeah, I'm honestly changing that to. That was nine. Was that nine or nine and a half for the Packers? I said nine and a half. It was nine. Nine. I like nine. I'm right on the money with you. Okay. Nine and seven is about right. Bills over under nine. Over. Um, I'll go right on nine. Steelers over under nine and a half. I'll go over. under. Steelers going to be nasty this year. Uh, Eagles over under nine and a half. Under. I think they're trash this year. Uh, I would go under. Patriots shit, over. Though. Patriots over under nine and a half. I'll way under nine. 
I'll take the under. I'm going under as well, but I'm not going way under. I'm going nine and seven too. And for the folks at home, I believe I took a team that was like seven and a half over under. I said on the money, which isn't possible. So just disregard that. Um, Buccaneers over under nine and a half. I'm going over. Yeah, I'm going over. Cowboys over under 10. I'm going under. I'm going over, dude. I think they're going to be good as fuck. Saints over under 10. I'm going right on 10. I am going to say over. Right on 10. Right on 10. Right on 10. Vegas is good at this. 49ers over. All right, say that again because your audio shit itself. All right, you froze. 49ers over under 10.5. Over. I'm going to go over. Uh, Baltimore Ravens over under 11.5. I have them at 15 and 1, so over. over. And then the Chiefs over under 11.5. Over. I'm going to go. Under. They're 12 and 4 for me. I'm like 10, 6, 11, 5. And is that it? I don't know have anything all. else for us. Um, last call quickly. Uh, I want to start a fundraiser for me. It's Chad Messier's fun run for the meet and greet. Uh, Lily Reinhardt. For those of you who don't know her, she is an actress in Riverdale. Um, she also just new movie came out called, I believe, Chemical Hearts. Nice teen romance. Um, might be good. You My know, chemical Con- romance. Yeah, yeah. Connor and your girlfriend, if you're listening, throw it on. Um, she is legitimately the love of my life. I know for a fact she's partly intimidating, scary, but at the same time, just a wonderful woman. Uh, I imagine this in my dreams. Uh, there's nothing I want more than to meet her. So this is what we're going to do. If someone can figure out how to get me in touch with her and gets me in touch with her, you will be entered into a raffle uh, that will cost $40 to get a all-expenses-paid trip to Charlotte. Um, remember, if you get me in touch with her, you're just allowed to pay the $40 to enter the raffle. Um, right. So... I mean, it's it's really big to be. It's prestigious to be allowed to enter the raffle to begin with. Yeah. Um, it's not just some schmucks you get to hang out with for the weekend. It's it's freaking Jet, Chad and John. Uh, Connor's questionable with a hammy issue. Always questionable. Hey, it's very questionable. Um, I just felt like we we're so much smoother today without him. You know, yeah, we get a good bounce, a little good bounce off each other, good camaraderie. Yeah. Wow. Picking each other up. Better you know. vibes. It's also it, helped that we just won in Warzone. Yeah, and it was after dark, this epi, so we're definitely both a little tired. A little more mellow. Um, but, but the Warzone win, man. We were efficient. We were we were military-like. We just it was came working like effort, blah, blah, blah. for sure. It yeah. wasn't flashy. No, not at all. We just got the job done. Not mm-hmm. big kill games, just, you know, efficient tactics, you know. You had Addy on the comms, just like, move left along the rocks, and then people keep the high ground it was just it's a work of art Good so time. john what's your last call uh you know i would say nothing more than you know whether you hear this before or after the weekend 
you know, just have fun. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna dabble in, maybe throw a couple dollars from the paycheck on any of these games, any of these events. You know, make sure you're having fun. It's all that's what it's all about. It's all about having fun. I agree. You if know, you go it's... into this, it's like you're buying a ticket to the game. You go in, you smile, you laugh, you cry, you cheer, you boo, you scream, you yell, you shout, hey, and you just you bond. And that's what it's all about. Just having fun. Never forget that. Never stop having fun. I couldn't have said it better myself, you know. Just smile, have fun, and just, you know, it's a gloomy time in the world. And it's just be nice to people and smile. I think find that's the, best the little joys. Yep. Find the little things that uh, and for make some you it's, happy. For some, it's losing money on horses. Some of us love that. And some of those those teasers between the MLB and the NHL. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll ride off into the sunset here. And I hope that our soothing voices tonight will lift you into wherever you might be trying to go now. Thank you. The world is yours. Good night. Thank you for listening. Production by... Bradbury.